All right, everyone, it's Thursday. I'm Andrew Dowd, and it is time for another Happening in the Hamptons podcast, breaking down the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. We are joined today by Steve Glick, Dave Retiner, and you may have seen him on Instagram. He's quite famous. Mr. Kieran Brood joining us again. How are Woo-hoo. you, sir? Ouch. How, <laughs> how has fame changed your life? And let's just give a little bit of background on this. He posted a reel that has over a million views. You now, produced the reel. I have to give some props to you. You produced the reel. It was very well done. And that was a big part of, of, of why it hit. Well, look, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, for, for that reel, at least, you figured out the algorithm. I mean, over a million views. It's a big deal. I mean, it's hard to get content that takes off like that, especially when so much is out there. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about this reel. Tell us about the million views and, and going viral. What, what does that mean? What is that, what is that like? It's kind of funny because, um, going viral, quote unquote, first of all, I looked it up to see what it means. I was like, I wonder what, like, what do you need to be viral? Can I actually say this is viral? Is there a view count? Yeah, there is. Um, well, Wikipedia defines it as anything that's noticeably greater than what you normally get. So like if you get 50 views like Dave, then all of a sudden you might get 200 views that might be considered going viral. So, so viral is relative. Viral. Why do you, why viral. do you think? That's not considered. Two, 200. Oh. Yeah. You got to go like uh, 100,000. I'd say 100,000. Well, then well, it says further down that three to five million is truly viral. Yeah. So, so okay. I'm, somewhere, I'm yeah. somewhere in between well, there. Well, but anything, you know, yeah. anything over 100,000 views, yeah, generally is considered viral. Well, why do you think your video went viral? Why do you think it got 1 million views? Well, I just... There are, there are a lot of reasons. We, we looked at a lot of videos. We tried, we, we tried and we failed at a lot of different videos. And we tried a bunch of different formats. Um, and it just, for some reason, first of all, there's a hook. You have to have a hook. There's what's, this one what's was don't take it personally. Yeah. Don't take it personally. That was the that was the the line, and that caught a lot of people's attention. Mm-hmm. I so think it was you know it was a universal was the universal message. It was all it was very inspirational. You know, yeah, and I, was, I think that was a big thing. It was meant I, as a real estate as real estate advice, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm getting these comments. I don't know if you guys ever saw the comments, but they're hilarious. They're like people saying, "Oh, this changed my day," and this is a great way to look at life. And I was like, I was just talking about like doing business. I have a question about but, your comments. Uh, jump into your comments. You mentioned it. You have over 400 comments. And I noticed you comment back on everybody that comments to you. I see you respond it, you like it, you give it thumbs up. You're actually engaging with all these people watching the video. That's part of it. You know, that's part of it. I've done a lot of homework. You know, I, yeah. I really did. We studied this. You remember what it was it two years ago, yeah, Andrew, really took it seriously. when I came to you and I said, I'm doing nothing but at that time I said TikToks and Reels. That's it. Right. We're not doing any more. And now it has a name. It's called Short Form Video. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is what this is what the future holds, and, and this is what we're going to do so there you know and so i learned a lot from i've i've watched videos about it i've listened to podcasts about it i you know kind of understand what we need to put into it to make it work and the main contributing factors are you need a hook what's called the three second hook if you don't get them in the first three seconds they move on the next thing is um, they need to watch it all the way through. So it's got to be short and it's got to keep your interest for the whole thing. Those two things are what Instagram uses as a guide to decide how many times they're going to show it. So those are the, the two main factors. Um, it's funny about the comments because two of my big influences with doing all yeah. this are Joe Rogan 
and Gary V. You know, I follow them both. I listen to Rogan. I, I follow Gary V on, on a bunch of different platforms. Gary V says, respond to everything, you know, like it, engage. And Instagram does respond to engagement. So if Correct. I'm engaging and they're engaging back, then that's going to feed the algorithm. Yeah. Joe Rogan says, don't look at the comments. You're only going to get upset. Nah. <laughs> People who have time to comment I, I, I think it's social impressive. Media, media, you know. The fact that you engage back is very impressive. And also, I, you know, I was texting with you. You're a sound on Instagram. You are legit a sound. It's and funny. people yeah. are using your voice, your sound on their videos. And, and it works. And I watch them all. They're all unique in their own ways. How they take your message and use it and apply it to what they're trying to post online. And it works really well. And it's, it, it must be in, it must feel good to see that, right? It must feel... You know, it, it is a good feeling. And, and I kind of say that the feeling of, of going viral is similar to the feeling of your team winning the Super Bowl. You know, it, Andrew, you know about this now. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> it feels great and you think it's going to change your life and that everything's going to be different on the other side. But, you know, when it's happening, it's exciting and it feels great. And then all of a sudden it's over and your life goes on and, you know, nothing really changes. There's another one. We're looking for the next one. I mean, yeah, the gonna, goal is now can, to break over this one million and, go, and keep doing it and keep giving. People want to hear from you. That's. That's what we learned. People want to hear now from Karen Brew. Now that you know that you can do it, you can repeat it. And I think that yeah. is the ultimate. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of pressure. So how many followers have you picked up since this one took off? I picked up about uh, 6,000 followers. Wow. Uh, and I only had like 1,600 followers. Okay. I mean, the, the, but that's a double-edged sword too because previously my followers were pretty organic and I was engaged with a lot of them so that mm -hmm. you know, when I posted something and I got likes or I got comments, there were people that I knew. And we even talked on this about quality versus quantity. And now like I've got millions, not millions, I've got thousands of uh, followers that I have no idea who they are, what right. they do, what's what's their story. I got some really strange messages, um, private <laughs> DMs. You know. Uh oh. And then, uh, which I deleted. <laughs> I did not engage those. Most well, of them wanting to sell me services. I think it's really cool that <laughs> the audio is like being used by other people. That's I what I was just saying. That, that was funny. The first one that, that I so saw cool. doing that was really funny. I was like, wait a second, what is going on here? That's so cool. <laughs> people were like, I haven't seen anybody lip sync it yet. <laughs> so Karen, what, what advice do you give somebody that's looking to post on reels and get into recording themselves on video what what's the best advice you can the give best us? advice i think is the, the advice that i've heard from from so many people who are big in this in this um section and that is just keep doing it just do it and keep doing it right. and keep making it keep putting out content don't be scared just put it up there and you know uh, it's gary v that says you know you just put out content and then the world decides whether they like it or not and you know i've i've got reels that have a couple hundred views that to me are more important personally than the views that have than the ones that have you know thousands and thousands of views how do you get over that fear of being judged by the community when you're posting a lot of people have a hard time with that meditation <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's hard it's hard yeah. you know you, you just you feel exposed mm -hmm. and i'm not you know i i'm a fairly self-conscious person so for me to be out there and, and i remember the first one that i got that this is bs you know you can't do this or you come to jersey and see what you know see what will happen then and you know people got really, really? So how do you deal with those, how do you deal with those negative comments i just you know i didn't take them personally 
I mean, that's, hey, that's there just it is. It. You know, that's the, the, the line comes from a book that's called The Four Agreements. And if you guys haven't read The Four Agreements, you need to read The Four Agreements because it'll change your whole outlook on life and the way you do it. I read it in my 50s, and yes, I am in my 50s, guys. Um, I read it in my 50s, and you guys should read it at whatever age you are now because it just makes it a whole lot easier to accept what's going on around you. Now, what, what, what do we have looking forward to? Karen Brew, as we you know come to the end of the year and beginning of next year, what are we looking forward to? Well, I'm going to try and sell some houses. And that's <laughs> that's still the objective here. You know, it's the still the day job. To, you know, yeah. my day job is really what's 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 at stake here. Um, Where do you, you see know, the market going? The market, uh, the market's interesting. You know, I, there's no bubble in the Hamptons real estate market, and there will be no bubble bursting in the Hamptons market. And I think buyers that are sitting around expecting that. And or they're bidding on houses with sort of that in mind, I think are going to be disappointed. And I think a lot of them I'm seeing are overplaying their hand. Well, that's like they're just going to bid on something and say, oh, I, I see the market coming down. I see this and interest rates are going up and all this bad news. But you know what? People are still buying houses out here. If it's a good house and it's well priced, it's going to sell. Yeah. And I think I, that some people had, uh, you know, when COVID hit and things were so crazy, you know, like the prices were like going up, up, up. Everybody's like, well, I'm going to wait till it comes back down. Well, now it hasn't come back down. So had you bought in, even at the quote unquote peak, you know, chances are the value would still be greater now than it was then. The prices have not come down here and I don't see them coming down. I think that we're going to see less reaching. I think we're going to see fewer things that are coming out at prices where people scratch their heads and say, what are they thinking? And then all of a sudden they get those prices. Mm -hmm. We'll probably see a little bit less of that. But I think the prices that we've established are going to hold. I showed a house, a listing of mine this weekend to five people. I got three offers. Wow. <laughs> How long ago did you um, launch that listing? It's been on for like four or five weeks. And it just came into its own. Weeks. Okay. Fine. Yeah, Boom. we lowered the price and okay. we put it out there some. And I think a lot of buyers saw Labor Day as a time to Interesting. Know, make their move because they're you know they're they're going back and and they they recognize the value. You have to present value. It doesn't matter what you do. You have to provide value. It's good advice. Yeah, he's full yeah. of good advice. There you go. There's your there's your real. <laughs> yeah. I mean that like you know Message. that can apply to anything in life, right? You got to present. Oh, yeah. um, value. So, uh, my last, uh, my last question on this, on, on this, the reels and Instagram and, and that social media aspect is you've picked up quite a few thousand, uh, followers as a result of, and this one, this particular reel, this don't take a personally one that went at over a million views, but some of the other ones that we've put together, you know, they're five, seven, 10,000 views, which is like nothing to, you know, no, I'm very, I was very happy when this thing hit like 18,000. Right. I said, wow, that's, yeah, a, that's great, a lot. That's a right? real. We've done really well with this. We need to do more. So you're clearly putting out, um, you know, quality content that matters to people that people are, are watching. And uh, so how does that have you had people reach out to you as a result and say, hey, listen, like I came across you and I am interested in the real estate side of things. You know, what can you do for me? No. <laughs> and, I, and I don't really think that's how advertising works. And I, I was very fortunate. I, I like to say that I grew up in a bar. My, my, my family's had a, had a restaurant and bar in New York City for 60-some years. Mm -hmm. And I was very fortunate with the people that I got to know because it was, there was a, a guy who was president of a mid-sized advertising agency. And he told me one day, you don't advertise for today. You don't advertise for tomorrow, for this year. You advertise for five years. 
And really, it's just a question of getting your name out there, getting it so people recognize you, knowing who you are. And the other side is that the bottom line is people buy houses and list their houses for sale with people they like. And mm -hmm. so you've got to put yourself out there so that people see who you are. And not everybody's going to like me. A lot of people are not. But some people will. And eventually, when it is time to sell their house, I'll be front of mind. And that's all we're trying to do here. We're not trying to stimulate somebody to call me up and say, hey, you know, I saw you on Instagram. I want your house. The other thing is that I get a lot of response from people in the real estate community. Like people are like, hey, I've seen your videos. They're pretty good. And that to me is more meaningful than a million views. Right. It's, it's your reputation, right? You know, it's like, and it's a... Uh, it's quality over quantity. Again, it's, right. it's like, what am I looking to do? Who am I looking to make myself relevant with? And that's the idea. The, the, the whole point of, of these reels is to make myself visible and make myself relevant. Uh, that's good advice. It's for really anybody, you know, in the social media, uh, arena, don't, don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. <laughs> um, so Steve, let's talk a little bit about the numbers. Uh, sure. you know, kind of a deep dive into that. What are we looking at the last week? Yep. Over the past week, there are 18 listings. I went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk compared to the same week last year in 2021. There were 51 listings. I went into contract, which is a year over year decrease of 65%. The same week in 2020, there were 101 listings that went into contract. Compared it to this past week, it's a decrease of 82%. The breakdown of these 18 transactions this week are two between 10 and 20 million, one between eight and 10 million, one between six and 8 million, seven between two and 4 million, and seven under 2 million. The dollar volume this past week, it was 71 million. Compared to last year, it was 134 million, decrease of 47%. In 2020, it was 300 million, a decrease of 76%. New listings coming on the market last week, there was 45 this week. There's 21 new listings that come onto the market. So it increases our overall inventory by three listings. The breakdown of those 21 new listings, there was one between 10 and 20 million, two between six and 8 million two between four and six, nine between two and four, and seven new listings under two million this week. So um, inventory on a slow increase and- Very slow. Yeah, very, very, slow. very slow. I would say that's statistically insignificant. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has happened this week. It's a flat, it's like a flat week. And, and that's yeah. when I say there is no bubble in Hampton's real estate. I don't see the supply catching up to the demand that quickly, unless something drastic and unforeseen happens, which is usually the way these things do happen. That's what's funny about this recession that everybody's talking about. You guys are a little younger, but you do remember the last few recessions. Usually you don't see them coming. Usually it's not like, oh, we got a recession coming well, that's up. Everybody so, grab your hats. Yeah. And everybody's saying, we're going into recession. We're going into recession. That's what's so unusual about this one is, is, is that everyone keeps crying that it's we're going into a recession. You also have record high employment. Mm -hmm. You have record high uh, consumer confidence or, or relatively high consumer confidence. So you have a lot of factors that balance out the fact that we're not seeing any growth. So... You know, where is it? And a lot of that growth is, is strictly inflation. So, you know, there's a lot of mixed signals. And this is a, you know, an area we've never been in before. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But. Do you have a, any situations with buyers where 
you just kind of feel like they're they're waiting for something that's never going to happen and their whole life's going to go by without them does that have you had that experience yeah we call them lifelong shoppers or career shoppers yeah they're they're there and and you know i keep them on the line i do Mm -hmm. because you never know one of these days they could get that promotion they could have the kid they could something could happen in their lives that just stimulates them and i want to be the one they call i'm not going to call them every week and show them houses every week but sooner or later, if they do decide to buy, it doesn't hurt me to just cast a line to them, you know, several times a year and say, hey, this is something you're looking for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so we'll mm-hmm. see. They're, but they're definitely there. People Also, people like to, sh- to shop for houses as something to do. Right. You know, you, kind of, you go to a, a resort community, it's like, oh, let's go look at some houses. Mm-hmm. And you know we have to entertain those because you just you just never know. But you are you you know you you have to navigate that carefully. No, I mean, uh, you how much time can you really you could you could really spend way too much time? And yeah, is that frustrating? You never know. You go out with ten buyers, and right. one of them's going to buy a house. You just don't know which one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's the person who you didn't think, or the person that calls you out of nowhere and you spend half a day with that ends up buying the biggest house. And then you spend months with somebody and show them every house on the East End and they never buy. And there's nothing, there's no way to read the buyer like from the get go, like, oh, you can just tell by their energy or is there anything that you I can kind of. too much of a risk. Yeah. Like you just, you, you, you're, people say they can do that, but I don't think it's worthwhile. There's like, oh, he's, he's not worth it. He'll never. I had a story last year. <clears throat> excuse me. I had a story last year where a guy called me up and said, you may not remember me, but you showed me houses. And he was right. I didn't remember him. And I looked back, and it turned out it was nine years ago. And I took him out wow. for one day. And a lot of people would have said, ah, they're not serious. He'll never buy. And he disappeared from my life for, for nine years. Hmm. He came back, and he bought a house. And so you never know. You just have to keep, you know, you just have to keep working with everybody. That's a very loyal customer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure nine is. years to circle back and be like, obviously made an impression, you know what I mean? And that kind of goes back to what you're yeah, saying. Because you know what? A lot of people probably didn't give him the time of day. I mean, that's so much of what this business is, is just showing up. Because I can remember when I bought my first house in Brooklyn, I walked up and down the avenue and nobody was paying me any attention. And I walk into the last place and the woman is putting on her coats and, and turning off the lights. And I said, hey, this is what I'm looking for. She took off her coat. She put the lights back on. And she ended up selling the house. And I ended up staying in contact with her for a long time. It helps. It's so interesting watching Kieran. Like, he's become this, like, kind of public figure. It's like, and I remember when you really weren't, you know. I remember when you weren't putting yourself out there as much as you are now. And it's interesting, like, seeing you kind of grow into this into this almost role for the public really in many ways you have your podcast you have a successful instagram page um thank you is there any advice that you would get like so many people want to do that you know it took me a long time and if you look back like the the one of the famous guys on in the real estate space uh on social media is the broke agent and you know <laughs> yeah. he's great and he's funny and uh, you know I love to repost his stuff but he's been doing it for like 8 years right. and he spent the first like 6 years in oblivion just doing it to an audience of a few thousand people and it took me a while and I've been doing it for a long time it took me a while to find my sort of comfort zone 
You know, I was, I was, I did Twitter and I wanted to do like, you know, happening in the Hamptons sort of stuff too, that would get out there to, to, to add value, to provide value to people. And it just kind of seemed that this, this podcasting thing is, is kind of natural because I'm apparently pretty good at BSing. <laughs> it's good to, it's good to be able talker. to talk. Yeah. The gift yeah. You're definitely a talker. Um, <laughs> My podcasts are definitely the longest, I'm sure. That's, uh, <laughs> no. that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, so, Dave, let's talk about what you're doing this weekend. What do you got? Yeah, so Speaking of happening there. Cool things happening this weekend. One caught my eye. I could not, uh, I could not say no to bringing this up. It's called the Sunset Booze Cruise by the Long Island Aquarium out in Riverhead. And they're having the Harvest Wine Cruise Saturday, September 10th at 7.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And you enjoy rum punch, tequila sunrises, and local harvest wines on uh, the Atlantis Explorer tour boat. Cool. As you travel along the Peconic River. Nice. For a beautiful sunset. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It's kind of, you don't really hear that too often out here in the Hamptons. Um, <laughs> then another thing that... Looks like a little bit of fun is the Hampton Bay's Centennial Celebration. That's September 9th um, from 4.30 to 8.30 p.m. And there will be fireworks at 7.45 p.m. And so sadly, it's because that's now when it gets dark. Mm. 7.45 is, yep. like, is like dark. It's like, it's like nighttime. 7.45. It's happening. It's crazy. Winter is coming. Happens every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. winter, is, <laughs> winter is coming. Oh, God. <laughs> That just came out, right? The the new show just Dragon came out. Lady, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I haven't seen. It. Is it good? I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. yeah. What was, was the one? That was one of the last few people House, to come on that. House of the Dragons. Thrones. What's the thing? Game of Thrones. What's the thing that just came out that's really bad? They spent like a billion dollars on on Amazon. It's the it's the Lord, uh, Lord, of Lord, Lord of the Rings. Flies, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I heard it's so oh, bad. The Lord of the Rings. Thing. They spent all this money. Anyway, It'll sorry. Be, people will watch it. Hamptons Bay's Centennial Celebration. Fireworks, 745 at Tiana Beach. Uh, the first 300 cars get a free gift. Ooh. There will be a DJ. There will be dancing. There will be games. There will be food trucks. And there will be fireworks. Uh, so that should be fun. It's free? Yeah. You just show up. Um, <laughs> and then... The farmer's market is still going on. So every Sunday through October, Steve, you still have the farmer's market. I think they're market. a sponsor, right? Are they sponsoring this podcast? Yeah, talk they about sponsor them, the... They, yeah, the, yes. So the, the Southampton Chamber of Commerce, Artisans, Farmer's Markets. Okay. They got the North Fork Oyster Company. They got Open-Minded Organics. Ooh. Do you know what that is? Open-Minded Organics? CBD. You got to open your mind on that one. Pecks of Maine's Sal and Jerry's Bakery, Silk and Sea Designs, and our favorite guy, Steve, they have the perfect pickle guy. <laughs> He's a great guy. We, is this son we are coming? huge fans of Is the, his son coming? What's happening in this weekend in September? Yes. Wow, his son. got quite a list going on here. The perfect pickle guy. He's in a great guy. The pickle guy. Yep. His son, uh, Dill. Him. You should get him on the podcast. His son, Dill, is very nice. They no. have, yeah. His son is Dill. His real name is Dill. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. They sell. Daughter is half sour. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is actually correct. The dog's name is actually half sour. <laughs> the perfect pickle. It's fantastic. Oh, so then we also have 
what, what, what do we have here? On September 10th, we have the Sunset Nature Tour by Kayak or Paddleboard with the East End Explorer. You can bring your own kayak or paddleboard, but they will have a few available if you just want to show up and do it. But kind of recommend that you bring your own. Um, and then you go on this like guided nature tour uh, through the Conscious Point Shellfish Hatchery. So that should be cool. It's for ages seven and older. Um, you can bring your uh, whole family. You can also uh, do kayak rentals. There's some rental fees for that. Um, but it's not that bad. It's definitely worth doing. So that's September 10th, uh, 6 p.m. And you can register for that at uh, info at sofo.org or go to sofo.org. And on Saturday, September 10th, and on Sunday, September 11th, so that's kind of all weekend, I guess, all weekend long, except for Friday, you have the Harbor Fest Arts and Crafts Fair in Sag Harbor. So this event is just like an entire celebration of Sag Harbor, really. They have everything. They have food. They have contests. They have cool exhibits. Um, they even do like a fire show in the in the evening they have ice sculptures so you got to get to sag harbor this weekend for the um harbor fest it's a lot of fun you can get all the details on what's happening each day but really if you go there at any time on saturday or sunday you're going to have a great time and there's going to be a huge amount of things to do and that's friday saturday and sunday all right, good deal. Well, uh, Kieran, thank you for your insight. Thanks for having me again. Uh, be sure to check him out on Instagram. He's obviously a very good follow. Uh, and check out our website, saunders.com, for all of our listings. I'm Andrew Dowd. That's what's happening in the Hamptons.